selling with authenticity. It's building that relationship. Learning about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Elevate others around Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners, as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host Daryl Amy here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Uh, it doesn't, it's this whatever way, but you know what? I, I promised myself I wouldn't bring it up. I'm breaking my promise, but we're the first week into baseball. Dodgers won three out of four. It Life is good right now, Daryl, but I promise all of our listeners, it might be the last <laughs> time for a while I bring up anything baseball related. I highly doubt that's true. Uh, but Larry, I'm glad you're off to a great start. And uh, we have got an incredible conversation teed up today. This is going to be so much fun. Welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. And if you are new, you have joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart. And Larry, we are coming up on an event that I am so excited about. We've been talking about it, uh, but it is just around the corner now. And that is the 2021 outbound conference. I can't wait to be at this that event. It's going to be so much fun. Well, it's only been it's only been, it's I think it's outbound 20 slash 2021. It's it's long <laughs> right. overdue, but it's a it's the right event at the right time in sales, Daryl. It's going to be fantastic. Larry, you and I will both be there. Many selling from the heart listeners will be there. It is the absolute rock show of sales. Uh, you're going to get motivated. You're going to get equipped. You'll be inspired. Um, all things that we need as we're moving into 2021. And just a huge thanks to our friends at the Outbound Conference, because if you use the code HEART100, you actually get $100 off your ticket, whether you come virtually or hopefully uh, we'll see you there in person. Either way, the Outbound Conference is something you absolutely don't want to miss. And also, as we get started today, just a huge shout out to our friends at BombBomb, Larry, that are helping us rehumanize business, which is so critical right now. It's uh, to see the expressions, the stories of excitement around video and getting better in tune with customers and bringing the best version of ourselves to life, um, removing ourselves from hiding behind keyboards. As mm -hmm. Ethan Butte often says, faceless communication, what better way to bring a face and your heart to the forefront than with forefront with them with the power of video? Yeah, absolutely. So we're so thankful to our friends at BombBomb. And uh, it's so fun getting videos from many of you at listening, sharing videos, some of you for the first time. Uh, here's a quick word from our friends at BombBomb. And then we're going to share with you, listen to how you can get access for free for 14 days. Selling from the heart means putting you back into the sales process, your passion, your energy, the emotion you bring, the belief you have in your product or service. Sales is a transfer of emotion. But can that happen if you're hiding behind a keyboard? Will another text-based message in their inbox get you to where you want to go? 
There's a better way and it starts with you. You in front of more people more often through a video messaging platform like BombBomb. We want to guide you along the selling from the heart process. Sign up for a free trial of BombBomb at bombbomb.com or sign up for a demonstration and sell from the heart by being face-to-face -face with more people more often. Absolutely love it. So go check that out, bombbomb.com slash heart. Give it a try for 14 days. Send me or Larry a video. We'd love to hear from you. And you're going to be amazed at the response you get because it's all about gratitude and it's uh, expressing gratitude right now. It's always been important, but it's never been more important than right now. And Larry, that is a perfect transition to today's guest. I can't wait for this conversation. So why don't you introduce our friend, Bob Berg, and let's dive in. We are all in for a treat with Bob Berg. Um, when it comes to authenticity, gratitude, giving, being a servant, I've been a fan of Bob Berg's It's forever and a day. To have him join us on the Selling from the Heart podcast, we're in for a treat. Grab paper, grab a pen. Bob Berg, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Well, thank you, Larry. Thank you, Daryl. Great to be with you guys. Well, it's going to be a fun conversation today. But as we get started, Bob, you know the question that every guest on the Selling from the Heart a podcast answers. And that is this, Bob, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Well, I think, <coughs> excuse me, you can go down a rabbit hole with that because there's so much to it. But I think on a very basic level, Nick, please pardon me. <coughs> great timing, right? Just as you asked. <laughs> well, we didn't mean about being authentic. Timing, right? That's, that's right. And, uh, and I think in a, in a sense, selling from the heart, which is exactly how sales should be done, which Larry has, has you know, outlined in his best-selling book, is really about a connection between two people uh, on a heart-to-heart on a -heart level. You hate to define a term by using that term, but that's really what it is. Um, because when, a, when a, the sales process is done correctly, it's two human beings uh, conversing with one another with the salesperson having an absolute focus on bringing immense value to that other person. That's to me, selling from the heart. Oh, Daryl, I can tell, I can tell we're in for a really fantastic mm -hmm. conversation and it all starts with connect. And I really appreciate Bob that you use the connect part of this. I'm a big fan of connect and relate. And in order to connect and relate, we need to be able to engage in meaningful conversation. And that meaningful conversation is not about us. That meaningful conversation is about them. And that, you know, pardon the expression, that's the heart of this whole matter, Bob. Yeah, you know, it's 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 interesting because when when I used to speak at sales conferences, I would I would often you know, the first thing I would say, and I, and I wouldn't say this in a, a dogmatic kind of know-it-all way, but just in sort of a fun way, I'd say, nobody's going to buy from you because you have a quota to meet. Right. right. <laughs> they're not going to buy from you because you need the money. And they're not even going to buy from you because really you're a nice, nice person. They're going to buy from you because they believe that they will be better off by doing so than by not doing so. And when you think about it, that's the only reason why anyone should buy from you or from me or from, from anyone else. Now, the good news about this is that that salesperson who can absolutely place their focus, and I mean genuinely and authentically place their focus 
on bringing immense value to that other human being in front of them. That's the person who is much more likely to create the context where that person feels good about you. As I like to say, they like mm -hmm. you, they know you, they like you, they trust you. Uh, both your character and your competence, they know you have their best interests at heart. And when that's the case, the sale is much more likely to happen. Yeah, it's so good. And I love, you know, that this is this is both relational and it's also about value, right? So it's about caring, but it's it's also about competency and being able to come to the table in mm -hmm. terms of, you know, adding real value. And I think that's the that's like the nexus of all of this where where this yeah. comes together. You know, you, you bring up such a, a great point uh, because we talk about bringing value, you know, to mm -hmm. the information, bringing it to the other person. And yet we also know that value is a word that has been so used and overused that while it hasn't lost its importance, it's in, in a sense lost its its definitive meaning because mm -hmm. some people use it, use it in different ways. So if we were to define value, and, and I think it's important to define value as opposed to... Uh, as it is opposed to price, okay? Because mm -hmm, many people, mm -hmm. I think, and you, you'd probably agree, they they confuse the two, they conflate the two, but they're not the same. Price is a dollar amount. It's a dollar figure. It's finite. It simply mm -hmm. is what it is. Value, on the other hand, is the relative worth or desirability of a thing, of something to the end user or beholder. In other words, what is it about this thing? this product, this service, this concept, this idea, what have you, that brings so much worth or value to another person that they will willingly, in this case, exchange their money for it and be absolutely glad that they did while you make a very healthy profit. Now, what we have to understand about this is that that value is always in the eyes of the beholder. It's not about what we think is of value about our product or service or the information we provide someone or the connection we make for someone or the resources that we share with. So it's not whether we think it's of value. It's not whether it's not whether we think they should think it's of value, <laughs> right. it's whether they think it's of value. It is in the eyes of the beholder. And as you both know, that a great salesperson is going to discover this. That's the first thing they're going to do. They're mm -hmm. going to discover what is it that this person wants, that this person needs, that this person desires. So, so much gold. I, I'm, I'm a big believer, Bob, that we can earn a PhD from our clients hmm. and our buyers if we're just willing to ask. Absolutely. And, yeah. and to, and to just to dovetail on what you were saying is I'm a big believer. You can learn so much to play off, you know, values in the eye of the beholder. We just need to be willing to ask. And it's, ask, you know, what is value to you? What does value look like to you? How have I been of value to you and be willing to just listen and listen and listen? Well, they will tell you, they will guide you. I'm yeah. a firm believer in that. Well, you bring up that, that wonderful point that we've got to be able to listen and listen, not, you know, not, not, not just to kind of get enough information so that we can sharp angle them into a close, right? It's, it's, mm -hmm. and that's too often how, how we do listen. It, it's not just listening with our ears. It's listening with our eyes. It's listening with our, our posture. Uh, it's listening, if you will, with the back of our necks, right? It's just putting everything into listening. <laughs> and it's also it. understanding 
that as human beings, we see the world from different viewpoints, different belief systems. Mm-hmm. And we, we tend to think that other people see the world the same way we do. Uh, and so when they say something and they use a certain term, we just kind of assume we know what they mean by that because it's how we would define it, even mm. unconsciously. And so often that's not the case. So what we need to be able to do while we're listening uh, is is not assume we understand what they meant by what they said. So we need to dig deeper. And we always do it tactfully. We do it politely. We do it in a way that they don't feel defensive, of course. We do it in a way that they understand that we're looking genuinely to really understand them and really understand where they're coming from. And we make sure that we absolutely uh, you know, know that what they said and what we heard or what they meant and what we heard and understood are the same thing. Yeah, that uh, that posture. I was just thinking, open minds, close sales. I mean, if you think about, <laughs> you know, it's sales. I in really, if I think back to how I was taught early on in sales, was to have a closed mind. In other words, here's a list of things you look for, and yeah, as soon as you find one of those things, you go for it. You set the hook and reel in the fish, right? But that's not that's not uh, that doesn't get us where we want to go. The open mindedness, um, the curiosity, the being able to say, "Tell me more," um, or how does that, if, you know, just really not just jumping on the opportunity when it presents itself that we think it presents itself, yeah. but really trying to care. This is the authenticity part of what I love about the uh, the five secrets. And of course, I know all of our listeners have got the go-giver. I'm holding it up if you're watching in video here. If you don't have the go-giver, uh, well, first of all, you just need to hit pause right now and do yourself oh, a favor. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, come on and buy, buy a copy for everyone on your team and your clients. It's such Thank a beautiful, beautiful book. Um, but I love the law of authenticity because it's so simple, so powerful, and so critical. And that is the most important gift you have to offer is yourself. And this is, uh, this is something that I think a lot of sales professionals miss. Would you, would you agree? Yeah. You know, in the, in the story, uh, Deborah Davenport was the, um, uh, the, the mentor in that part talking about the law of authenticity. And what she said was that, you know, the, the most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. That's the law. But here's what she said. All the skills in the world, the sales skills, technical skills, people skills, as important as they are, and I think all three of us and, and all your viewers and listeners would agree, they are very important. All those are very important. And they're also all for naught if you don't come at it from your true authentic core. But when you do, when you, as we like to say, show up as yourself, right, day after day, week after week, month after month, people feel good about you. They feel comfortable mm-hmm. with you. They feel safe with you. And why wouldn't they? They know who they're getting. And this is such a, a um, an immutable law of human nature that we want to be able to to know that we want that consistency. Uh, you know, if you've ever heard someone say uh, uh, that, you know, that when they have a, a lousy situation or something, or let's say a lousy boss, and they hear they're going to get a new boss, and they and, and half the people are saying, well, but at least, you know, 
we know this person. What if the next one's worse, right? You know, people <laughs> want that consistency. So we've all known these people who they're one way one day, mm-hmm. and the next day, next time you see them, they're totally different. And you almost wish they'd just be a, you know, a jerk every time because at least you know who you're getting. I mean, that's just so important. And it's very mm-hmm. difficult to elicit trust in you from others if you're not consistent. And one thing about authenticity, it is consistent because it's who you are. And so, yeah, authenticity is just such a, a, a key aspect. Now, I think authenticity is one of those words like value that it's used so often mm-hmm. that, you know, there's sort of a disconnect between what it is or what 10 different people think it is. So I think some people think authenticity means you have no filter. It's just, you know, this, I say what I want to say, this is who I am, take it or leave it. Right. Which is, <laughs> By the way, it's a great philosophy if you want to be poor <laughs> right? Uh, and you don't want to have any healthy relationships. Then it's a right. great philosophy, but otherwise it's, you know, not so much. No, authenticity doesn't mean that at all. Authenticity really means that you act congruently with your personal values. Mm. And so when we do this and, and you know, that, you know, and that's why I think, you know, when we talk about character and people having trust in people with high character, because people with high character, you know, we, we, you know, they stand for something and we know where they stand, <laughs> right? Doesn't mean they don't make mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Of course they do. Uh, it doesn't mean they don't course correct. They absolutely do. But when it comes to those, you know, important values based decisions, they are immovable, immutable, and unchangeable. And that's why we trust them. That's why we respect them. Wow. This is, you, you almost want to press stop on this one and just think about it for a second. Because as I was listening to you, Bob, I had flashes going back early on in my sales career. And these are the things that I personally wish I would have been taught and learned and uncovered early on in my sales career, because you, you bring up the skill set part of this. We're all a big believer. Skill set is so mission critical. Sure. But as as we look throughout our years and if we're willing to take a step back, how many times have we been coached to really uncover who we are, you know, mm-hmm. really peel back the layers of who we are to really uncover that and align that with what we're doing within our careers. Mm-hmm. It's it just, un, it's sad to say it doesn't happen all that often. And that's why I'm a big believer. Authenticity, it's a lifestyle. It's not a light switch. And I always used to tell somebody, you know, you get what you get with me. This is Larry Levine, you know, during the weekend, this is Larry Levine at work. That That's who I am. It's too hard to juggle multiple oh, personalities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. You know, we've all heard those people say, oh, I'm a real monster and a scoundrel and a cheat at, uh, on the job. But oh, at home, I'm a nice, kind, wonderful with all my friends. Uh, very, uh, you know, I, I don't know that I've ever, ever really seen that. And and if, and if someone hasn't been able to pull that off for a while, it's certainly not sustainable. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I love the I love the word congruence. And I think that is um, that right there is is so critical because I, you know, right now, and I'm, I'm just curious about developing um, trusting relationships. We live um, in what has been coined, uh, I think it was the word of the year a couple of years ago, where we live in a post-trust society. The trust yeah. index is 
at an all time low and seems to be dropping over and over again. And salespeople, we kind of usually lead the curve in terms of the uh, low part of the trust index as a profession. What um, coaches, what, what can salespeople do to develop trust in, especially in new relationships where they haven't, you know, it's brand new. They haven't had the opportunity to establish or prove themselves. How can we develop trust? Well, I think you do that through your conversations with people. I think you do it through your conversations with other people, with the information that you put out there. I think in everything you do, you do things in such a way that it it spells, it signals trust, okay? But when, you, when you're in a conversation with another person and you, you focus on them and you ask them questions about themselves, Okay, you don't talk about how great you are or your product or service or how you've done that or your company's been around for 150 years and you're number one on the whatever, but instead you make it all about that other person. Uh, a couple things happen. One is they're much more engaged uh, and they're much more likely to want to be in the conversation. Number two, they feel great about you. You know, we've all had the, that, that, uh, situation even if just once in our lives where we were in a conversation with someone who let us do practically all the talking about ourselves and we came away from that conversation saying wow what a fascinating conversationalist right and we really wanted to get to know more about them we thought they were wonderful i also remember you know when, when it occurred to me because i used to do a lot of um, um sales through the telephone years ago and uh one of the first things I realized was that nobody ever hung up the phone on me while they were talking. So I think the more that we can help another person to actually speak about themselves, not only do we keep them engaged, but the level of trust really grow, you know, really goes up just by the very nature of the thing. And then, of course, when we say we're going to do something, well, we need to come through and we need to be able to do it. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, there's something that's that's really simple, and it's always stuck in my head. And it and it just further expounds on what Bob was saying: is the more that you know about somebody, the more that you'll grow with somebody. Uh -huh. And it's as simple as that, but it gets often so just convoluted, in my opinion. Yeah, so, well, I, I mean, I I think that. And this, you know, goes back to uh, Harvey McKay's book, Swim with the Sharks Without Being Eaten Alive, if yeah. you remember that one. From yeah, the of course. 90s. That was the first of his many, many, many bestsellers. And, uh, you know, he, of course, owned, I think he still does. I'm not sure, but I think he still owns McKay Mitchell Envelope Company in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, which is a, a manufacturer of envelopes. And you think, well, that is a commodity right? If there was ever a commodity. So you'd think mm -hmm. that the only way his salespeople are going to have an edge is to kind of lowball on the price, right? And yet that's not what they did. His salespeople consistently year after year were able to outsell at higher prices and good profit margins and, and so forth. Well, how did he do it? Well, his big thing uh, was something he called the McKay 66, and this was well yep. before the day of the internet. And it was a little, uh, not manual, but a little, uh, I'm not sure what the, you'd, you'd call it, but a little booklet kind of thing where mm -hmm. there were 66 pieces of information that his salespeople were charged to know about the prospective customer before they ever asked for the order. 
and it, you know and it had everything it was you know it could be everything from the names of the spouses <laughs> children where they all grew up where they went to college you know name of the college what they did is in terms of recreation or charities and and so forth it was uh you know just just all sorts as well as about the person's business but it was mostly personal things mm -hmm. and it you know and it wasn't like they were supposed to sit there and, and take notes and ask those questions obviously the person's just not going to be receptive to that but what it did is it really kind of forced the salespeople to truly take an interest and learn about that person and it developed a great, you know, develop that know, that like, that trust. And so when it came down to the customer uh, putting in a, a large order for envelopes, they weren't just buying envelopes from one of many envelope salespeople. They were buying from someone who they knew, who they liked, who they trusted, who understood that this person had taken time to get to know them. Now, mm. that was well before the days of the Internet. You say, well, I could just look up that information, but it was never about that. Yeah, <laughs> it was never about getting the information. It right. was about caring enough to ask the questions and get to know that person. And as you all would say, sell from the heart. And that's truly care. I'll layer in that truly care, not just ask the questions to mm -hmm. get the responses, but truly ask the questions because you truly want to know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So good. Bob, thank you so much uh, for not only sharing your time with us today, but for just the passion and the the wisdom that you've put into all these books and the Go Giver. There's so many, the, the whole series is just brilliant. Thank you. And it's something I was very that, lucky, by the way, to be able to to co-author this with John David Mann, who was really the lead writer and storyteller. You know, I'm a how to I'm step one, step two, step three. <laughs> I just want to make sure, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, and I apologize. No, good, you good. Sure credit john who was really the writing genius you know? <laughs> <laughs> well it is the story and the how-to behind it all of it's just brilliant the way it's put together and and every every sales professional uh that listens to selling from the heart should definitely have this as a desk reference because it is so so good bob thank you so much you're a true inspiration it's been a pleasure talking with you today oh the absolute treat absolute awesome. treat thanks awesome. bob. Well, Larry, wow. wow. What an incredible wow and wow. fired up and inspired. There's so much wisdom. This is one for the record books. This is one to rewind, pause, take notes, and really reflect on. There were so many nuggets of wisdom and, and just authentic truth inside this conversation. Yeah, I, I think the, the biggest thing that that hit home for me, and it's it's kind of validation, and it goes, you know, I wish I, I said I said it earlier on the podcast, I wish I would have learned really understanding who I was earlier on in my career, as opposed yeah. to later on in my life. Um, if there's any piece of advice to leave the our listeners is take what we said and what Bob shared to heart, because I think the more that you know about yourself and the inner workings at the core, yeah. the better off you're going to be when you start connecting and relating and asking those heartfelt questions with your clients and your prospects. Yeah. I think that's spot on Larry. And it, it's like, we've been working inside the intensive, right? That private, private victory precedes public success. Uh, we know it's true. We do the heart work and the hard work, you combine those two and, and you get uh, you get authentic success. If you want to go deeper in that journey, I encourage you to text the word heart to 21,000. That's the word heart to 21,000. And on that page full of resources, you're going to find this selling from the heart self-reflection journal. 
Larry, you put that together to allow people to take that deeper dive, to guide them through it. Um, and I think the more we know who we are, uh, the more we're able to bring our authentic selves to the marketplace. And that that inner journey is is so critical. And I just encourage everyone listening in, get yourself, get that self-reflection journal. Text HEART to 21,000 if you don't have it already. Get it and start working through some of this inner work because that is the ball game right now. It's the, it's the toughest stuff we will probably ever do, but capital BUT has the highest return on investment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you to everybody in the Selling from the Heart community. Thank you to everybody who's leaving reviews for the podcast. What's wonderful about that is not only does it stroke Larry's ego, more importantly, it also uh, yeah, really, Come yeah, on. there we go. Stop. Hey, it helps. It helps spread the word. And that's what this is. This is a movement of authenticity inside the sales profession. So help us spread the word, share the podcast, leave a review. Thank you again to our friends at BombBomb. Go to BombBomb.com slash heart. Try it for free for 14 days. And until next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, be a go-giver, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.